Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Justin. And this is Amaze Balls. I got the recipe from today's episode. Oh, no! Uh-huh. It's spoiled sardines, uh, carpet tacks, and oh. rat poison. Oh, why would you do this? Well, the guy in the show loved it. Uh, yeah, but he was, like, immortal. Okay, I made two. Do you want one for the road? <laughs> well, that'll me, sir. You have a lid on your soda this time, Justin. Uh, yeah, I do. You do that now when you get cups for the road? Yeah. Why is that? So it doesn't spill while I'm driving. <laughs> we were at Arby's one time, and Justin didn't used to get cup, uh, lids on his cups. <laughs> and I only bring this up because it's relevant to the one for the road name of the yeah. episode. But yeah. uh, we, I think it was like Arby's. Yeah, it got all over the fucking seat. Oh, you leaned in in that. It was one of the biggest cups they had, and it just went all over the seat. Yeah. And I handed you that Kleenex. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was one Kleenex in your thanks car. Thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> sir hoped. Yep. Uh, so this one's awesome, this episode. I love it. Yeah, it was great. Not just because it's it's really fucking dark, but because it's based on a true story. Yeah, it's it's really dark, but it's still really funny. It's like one of the... Like, it's got a... Kind of a dark, dark horror, black horror. Yeah. Or black comedy. Black comedy kind of thing going. Um, and like most, you know, stories based off stories, the real one is way weirder. Yeah. <laughs> we'll the get into that. The real one is, is super weird. Mm-hmm. This was a real guy who lived around the turn of the century in uh, New York, and the episode Mike, starts off Mike in, Malloy. in a bar, or on the, on the street outside the bar. We go in... And it's a really good set. It's like covered in I, snow. It was really good, yeah. For I once, mean, all we're not sets, in LA. All all the sets in this, I mean, besides whenever they go out on like location, you can obviously tell it's LA. But like all the like closed sets are always really good on the show, though. Uh huh. And you've got like horses and carriages going down the street. It's uh, a little kid shouting. They did have neon newspaper. signs on the bar, right? And we should probably look that up, but I don't think they were around in 1933. I don't think so. <laughs> the beer on tap sign that's just showed continually throughout this episode. Yeah. How did someone forget that? Or I guess they didn't care. Yeah, who gets shit? <laughs> uh, so this is about a murder trust. A group of five men who plot to kill a homeless man at their bar and collect on his insurance money. Or, right. Which they, wanna, they take out. They want to do insurance fraud. Uh-huh. And, and murder. Well, I guess assisted suicide. It, it's straight up murder. Well, but he was <laughs> wanting to kill himself. Like, he came in there. Oh, you mean at the beginning? Death. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean... Well, when we first I guess the it, was, it was fuzzy. It was morally fuzzy to begin with. And then it just escalated to straight-up murder, mm -hmm. but, or attempted murder. When we're first introduced to the character of Malloy, he 
has to be escorted or pointed to the outside because he's having like a coughing fit or throwing up. He's been drinking all day. Yeah. Um, so he's drinking all day every day. Yeah, they're like he's not long for this world, and this is where they kind of hatch a plan. Somebody's uh, relative or he heard a story of somebody collecting a bunch of insurance money because she knew her husband had like a hit out on him from the mob. Right. Which is pretty scary. Pretty scary. She didn't warn him. She collected on it when he was run over by a, a truck, they said, a couple days later. Right. <laughs> and then they're, like, arguing the the uh, if they should do this or not. And, like, the guy was just like, I don't see anything wrong with taking advantage of some insider information and making a profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're all in on it right away. Yeah. Uh, most notably, James Cromwell, who's mm. playing a priest in this episode. In on the murder. <laughs> and you may remember him from, oh, just hundreds of movies. He's uh, he, all over the place. First human to achieve faster than light travel. <laughs> Alright, nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all in on this murder plot. This trust. And uh, at first they just decide, we'll let him drink himself to death. That's what he was doing anyway. So three weeks go by of this dude drinking straight. They give him an open tab. They're just like, you can drink whatever you want. Mm-hmm. After they get the life insurance policy on him. And this is something they did in real life uh, to, the car- to the man. He didn't last three weeks, I don't think, but he drank the bar dry. He, right. And um, this guy's re- getting really worried. The proprietor of the bar, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go broke before we can collect this insurance policy. Everyone just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just... They they constantly make jokes about, like, each of them kind of in turns, like, I'm gonna kill him, and they, like, go after him, and the rest of them stop him. Yeah. Um, and so he drinks all the alcohol, they start mixing in new stuff. Antifreeze, turpentine, horse liniment. Yeah. This is some Fucking nasty stuff. rat poison. Yeah, they put it in a sandwich, like we mentioned. Uh... Yeah, but they gave it to him in drinks first, too. Mm-hmm. Just kerosene, lamp kerosene. And then they made him that sandwich of, like, <laughs> rat poison, tacks, and uh, spoiled sardines. And this is all stuff that really happened in the true story. So far. Mm-hmm. It does kind of split off at the end. Oh, it gets much worse. Well, the real story is worse. Yeah. In this one, um, they give him all that stuff. I like the kerosene scene, where one of the guys who's in on it is just there and drunk. And he tries to steal one of the guy's drinks that spills. Well, like, the kerosene was the first thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they added stuff in, and it just sets the bar on fire. And he's like, "Oh, I get it now." And they're like, "It's for Molly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you were in on it the whole time. It's been three weeks. <laughs> he's just drunk all the time too. Yeah, most of these characters are alcoholics, or own the bar. They're right. very closely related. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like this bar has any business whatsoever. They're the only people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much like Always Sunny. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Patty's Pub kind of atmosphere, because it's that really dark humor. <laughs> so we get a lot of weird superstition, both in the show and in the true story. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the first one's... Oh, God, it's so racist and weird. It's Irishmen have uh, copper-lined stomachs. Yeah, so he suggests to give the guy beer to kill him. Because whiskey polishes copper, but beer tarnishes it. Right, so he's like, if we give him beer, he'll die, because he's <laughs> Irish, and their stomachs are lined with copper. I have enough uh, Irish in me that I can say that's not true. Oh, okay. I don't know <laughs> if I have any Irish in me. Probably not. What was the saying? He 
uh, did it's like give a Irishman lager for thirty days and he's dead. Yeah. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. The one of the myths they were following in real life is the character Pascal or the man Pascal in real life saw a man die after eating oysters and whiskey. Yeah. So they they tried feeding the guy. Uh, raw oysters soaked in wood alcohol because he saw some guy die right after eating that one time. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> and that's terrible science. And it still didn't kill the guy. No. Um, at this point, they took him outside and put him in the snow. Right, after they gave him the... the... kerosene. After yeah. they after they gave him the kerosene, mm-hmm. uh, he was like knocked out completely. Oh yeah, for a while. Uh, and they took him <laughs> outside and buried him in the snow after taking off his clothes. And this was for the show. They kind of fluffed this nice snow on top of him, <laughs> left him to die. In real life, they poured five gallons of water on his chest, and it was negative fourteen degrees. That's like forty below freezing. Yeah. This he guy came back. The he next walked into day, the bar the next day, asking for a drink <laughs> in both the show and in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this guy was—he was immortal, or he some, had some superpowers. In the show, he was. Yeah, he had some superpowers in real life. I'd say something. Yeah. And it's that fireman constitution. And this is what people do to people with superpowers. They're like, "Hey, let's see how far we can push it till we get his life insurance." <laughs> they are not having fun with this. No. They just want him to die. Mm-hmm. They are all getting super. Exacerbated about so this is bit. when they start giving him the other mixtures like the turpentine, yeah, the antifreeze, the horse liniment, yeah, all the poison. Uh huh. None of them do anything, and both in the show and real life, they, he just keeps coming back. And there's claims of him like falling on the ground, and they're like, "Oh, he's dead." And this happening multiple times where he gets up and asks for another drink like thirty minutes later. They all they always think he's dead. Uh huh. Whenever he passes out, because apparently he looks. Like, he, like, doesn't breathe for a while or something. I don't know yeah. why they always assume that he dies. <laughs> they're just hoping at this yeah. point. They're as delusional as can be. They're, I mean, they're mad. They are. <laughs> yeah, this guy's really fucking with them. He, at this point <laughs> in the show, he's just he's just in a more, like, a god that came down. He's like, hey, you want to see a joke? He's like, watch what I do to these guys. Look at these assholes. <laughs> yeah. Um, in real life, at this point, they hit him with their car. Going down the street at like forty five miles an hour, mm-hmm. the taxi, and he doesn't die. He gets admitted to the hospital. They think he's dead, but broken they... bones. He's in the hospital for three weeks. Yeah, they can't collect on his life insurance because he's not actually dead. He comes by the bar again. Oh yeah, like three weeks later after getting hit by the car. <laughs> so what they do in the show? When it Why did this to... guy keep coming back to them? Because like we said, he's just me- he's messing with them all <laughs> full, full on. Uh, so they take drastic measures, and they take him to a bridge, and they got throw him in the icy water, uh, and this is where they get caught in the show, like, the cops right behind him. It's pretty funny. I was like, well, there's four of you and one cop. Yeah. Why don't you just toss Time him to over, throw too? this cop over. Because <laughs> that water's gotta be so cold. It's yep. got an ice sheet on it, everything. And then it, it's, uh... Finally, you see them, like, kind of getting there. Like, you don't really see what happens to them... Directly, but as it's passing by the bar that they worked on, you the see the, the kids with the newspapers uh-huh. talking about how the murder trust, which is what they were called, uh, are going to be executed. Yep. And so what they do in real life when they reach this drastic point 
is they take a hose and hook it up to a gas pipe in their house and put the other end in the guy's mouth. I don't know if this is after they've given him enough liquor to pass out. Probably. Or he's just, like, down. He's like, well, what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> but this kills him within an hour. Right. It was not a slow death. It was a slow death. Or... Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't it was a quick death. Yeah. quick death. Damn it. Which you'd think he would have with uh, passing out on gas. Like, you just asphyxiate right away. You'd think. But this guy, no. Um... They collected the money, but the police soon heard rumors passing around bar to bar and speakeasy, because this was actually a uh, Depression era, and I think Prohibition was just ending, so there were still a lot of speakeasies. Right, yeah. It was 1934. Um, but yeah, police heard rumors of it. They found out the guys had collected on the money. Three of them were executed at Sing Sing. One no, of- four of them. Four of them, yeah, okay. And one went uh, to prison. Yeah, the uh, priest. Mm-hmm. So, that's crazy. Yeah, but in the <laughs> in the show, they were all just executed. Yeah. And it goes back to the bar, and it's owned by a new guy. And of course, Malloy is sitting in the back of the bar uh, by the fire. Yeah, that's, that's a really cool shot where he, like, fades in. He kind of... It, it kind of like seemed like made it seem like he was like a devil or something because like the his, fire was his going, white hair looked his like white horns, hair looked kinda. like horns and there's a fire going like directly behind uh-huh. him and he's totally in the shadow until he leans forward to thank him and take the drink he's like gold gold kills or some shit <laughs> something he's uh, he talks nonsense the entire show yeah like he's just constantly <laughs> mumbling or singing or this was a good one though yeah I liked it and it's crazy that this is. Like, a real story that actually happened. Yeah. Man, people are weird. (laughs) I wonder what was up with that guy. How could he take so much? He ate poison twice. And tax. And and tax. Drank all that stuff. Wow. Got hit by a car. Um, One thing they never mentioned in the show is how much the insurance policy was for. We found out that in real life it was for $3,100. Or $3,500. Uh, but by 2011 standards, that's already over $60,000. Right, yeah. So this was, this a, was a big good chunk was, of money. Yeah, it was a big haul for them. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, a, a pretty popular story. It's, like, a lot of a, a lot of shows and songs and other places, like, seem to have taken inspiration from this story. A lot of uh, mystery detective pulp drama stuff during the 50s like yeah. to use this as a plot. Uh, you can... You can find it on some, like, grindcore albums. Apparently. <laughs> but, uh, that was this episode one for the road. What do we have coming up next week? Uh, next, uh, week we have Gather Ye Acorns. And this has... Mark Hamill. From, uh, the Star Wars? Yeah, from the Star Wars. Oh, right. That Mark, that Mark Hamill. Nice. And Gather Ye Acorns, so who knows, it's probably about squirrels. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, watch it on NBC.com or on the NBC app or even on YouTube. Or you can find YouTube. these. Uh, the NBC app is like higher quality though. And yeah. it's all free either way. Right. We're not doing commercials, but I mean, we could be <laughs> if they wanted. We're 15 episodes <laughs> yeah, in. Come we, on, we need NBC. some sponsorship now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Later, guys. See ya.